0: dancepreneuring studio session 49 getting the umph out of comfort zone 5678 Hi, and happy December. Thank you for joining me on another session of the Dance Printering Studio. My name is Annette Bone, and the Dance Printering Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get the privilege of bringing you some of the best and creative minds are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I cannot believe we are almost at the end, well, we are at the end of December, but (laughs) I'm so excited about this upcoming year and all the things that are happening, not only for myself, but for the people around me, and I believe that 2016 is going to be the best year yet for so many people. In our Step to Success segment, it's never too late. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, the Happy Dance of the Horse In our Freestyle Flow segment, Nose in the Air, and in our feature presentation, Getting the umph Out of Comfort Zone. Hi, this is Mike Kim from the Brand New Podcast, as featured on Entrepreneur, and you are listening to a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio, where dance inspires life and business, with your host, Annette Bone. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. As we are getting close to the end of December, it's natural to think about what you want to accomplish for the next year, and it's never too late to set goals, whether you started a few months ago, whether you start now, whether you start in a couple months later this month, it really doesn't matter. It's the fact that you even take the time to set the goals and set yourself up to win, whether big or small or both. I think it's important to set goals that you know that you can achieve so that you have those victories that you can be proud of and then have those goals that also push you outside of your comfort zone. I used to dread setting goals because, first of all, I didn't have the right mindset toward them. It was very, gosh, it was done in a very reactive, fearful state as if my self-worth depended on whether these goals happened or not. And also, I just didn't know the right way to approach them and to just be really intentional about them. And also, one of the most important things I learned is I set goals or try to set goals based on what other people expected of me. And so that was never a good thing and that never worked out. So it's good to have mentorship and people to guide you along the way, but you need to have goals that you know that are ones that you want to achieve and what you want to go for and then have those people along the way that will encourage you and help you. But um, it, it's, it's a, such a balance and such a learning experience as you're doing the, uh, these processes. I did a session that I'll reference in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero four nine about seven ways to prepare for 2016 that you can go to to help you set goals, whether it's for 2016 or beyond. And now Life and Business connect. With the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share concepts and terminology across different dance genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the dancer's dialect actually is twofold. I thought about this as my son, when he's happy, he does this kind of (laughs) this kind of prance and skipping all the time, when he's happy, if he finds something he likes or we're out and and he's just happy, he just does this prance and skip. And so it made me think of the prance that we do in a modern dance class and also a step called pas de cheval in ballet, which means step of the horse. And so they're two similar steps, but they're done differently, of course, because they're two different styles. But the importance is the... um The resemblance of a step of the horse and then also the prancing. So it just reminded me of that and just what someone does when they're happy. So what is it that you do when you're happy? Do you do something like a prance like my son does or do you do something else? Anyway, pay attention to what you do and what makes you happy. And now anything goes with freestyle flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? Why are a lot of dancers so stuck up? Well, you could say that about any profession. You can say that about attorneys. You can say that about models. You could say that about doctors. It could apply to anybody. And it's such a generalization, but it seems like it's so prevalent when you are in certain situations. Sometimes the industry that you're in has a standard of how you should be or because of the fact that there's so much competition, you have this barrier or this shield that goes up to protect your self-image. I don't know. It could be a lot of different things. But I was in a conversation with some dancers that are obviously not stuck up. <laughs> and we were asking, why is it that people have to be like that? It's so unnecessary. But there could be a lot of reasons. And regardless of whether it's a dancer or someone else, it's just, it's just how it is. And sometimes the perception of being stuck up is more of a protective mechanism to shut people out or to cover up insecurities. And, of course, we all have those. It got me thinking about what makes someone unstuck up, (laughs) for lack of a better term. Number one, they offer applicable action steps to help you or they offer simple encouragement. Number two, they listen intently and maintain proper eye contact with you number three they're not always checking their phone now that's a whole discussion in itself about checking your phone while you're talking to someone else and not paying complete attention to the other person that you're talking to number four you always feel better after leaving them and look forward to having their company again now that you're warmed up get ready to go full out with our feature presentation the word comfort zone means different things to different people. And I was pushed out of my comfort zone. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone, (laughs) thanks to nudging from certain people as well by performing in front of people. And I have not performed in 22 years. Yes, it's been that long. And so getting back into the dance world, I, w- I really had no plans on performing. I just wanted to get back into it for the physical aspect, to immerse myself as a student and just be in that world that I was in that I loved so much so long ago. But I really had no plans in performing at all. And now that I've done it, I have to say I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I forgot how much I missed it. And so now... 2016 for me is the year of continuing to push the boundaries for myself. And so I'm just going to have to continue doing that. And, I kept telling myself that, you know, even at my age, there are a lot of people that wouldn't do what I did. And regardless of how big or how small someone else thinks it is, I think putting the action behind your words and forcing yourself to do something that is uncomfortable puts you so much farther ahead and gives you so much leverage in so many areas of your life. And so it got me thinking about what is the umph in comfort zone. To me, it stands for ousting my fears, obliterating my fears and overtaking my fears. So that O for OMF in comfort zone stands for oust, overtake or obliterate my fears. So what do these words mean? I look these up in the dictionary and according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, overtake means to catch up with and pass by. Oust means to drive out or expel from a position or place. And obliterate means to destroy completely so that nothing is left. Such strong words, right? But when it comes to your comfort zone, you want to do these things to get past those fears. And it's an ongoing process. But if you have the mindset of destroying completely that which is holding you back or confronting something and passing that by and driving out and expelling those things that are holding you back, you'll be so much farther ahead in what you want to accomplish. So I want to share five things to get the umph in comfort zone. Number one, give yourself some credit. Have you ever heard that sometimes you can be too close to a situation to appreciate it? Even if you think that what you're doing isn't a big deal, remember that there are a lot of complacent people in this world that are too fearful to even try to do what you're doing. They can't even imagine doing what you're doing. They are comfortable or secure in some way and they don't even want to attempt something outside of their comfort zone. So give yourself some credit for moving forward or even attempting to move forward. Number two, you don't know who you will inspire. I want to make reference to Joel Galliarde from Triple Eight Funk Dance and Entertainment Company, who was featured on a previous session about being accountable and showing up because people are looking at your example. So I've linked his session in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero four nine. Number three is do what calms you and don't focus on what others are doing around you. When I was prepping for this show, I spent most of my time alone warming up staying calm focusing on my breathing meditating on how I wanted the performance to go and I understand that some people really get a lot from adrenaline and being from being around other people and so I was in and out but most of the time I was alone and so I relished that time alone and it really helped me a lot. So find what calms you and don't necessarily focus on what others are doing around you. I've linked a great article from Monica Volkmar from Dance Project and Dance Stronger. And she was also on this podcast, had a really great conversation with her. And I've linked to her, her session as well on, in the show notes. And oh my goodness, this article, it's very... Technical and scientific and because <laughs> it has to do a lot with uh, physiology and so many things with dance and it's called um, i I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it correct it's polyvagal theory I think you should check it out it's it's a great article that she did on maybe why people or dancers specifically why they either forget choreography or they're not calm. And so I would really highly recommend that you check out her interview. And also this recent article that she did on polyvagal theory on what keeps you calm. Number four, have quotes, images or words that you can look at every day and take the time to read, digest and think about how you apply it to what you're working on or an undesirable situation. Tarek Quest, who is a London based choreographer who I also interviewed, and I will link his Interview in the show notes as well, sent me some very encouraging words as I was prepping for this performance. I put it up on my board on a post it so that I could see it every day, and the reminder helped me tremendously. So, thank you, Tarek. I really appreciate it. Number five, don't tie your result with your self worth and also learn to ask the right questions for next time. Reassessing the right way means that you don't overcomplicate or you overanalyze, but you also move forward and you adjust. And so this is definitely an ongoing process for me to just keep moving forward and progressing, but asking the right questions on how to improve for the next time. So to recap, how to get the oomph out of comfort zone, number one, give yourself some credit. You've come a long way. And there are things that you do that other people would not even attempt or try to do. Number two, you don't know who you will inspire. So be accountable because people are looking at your example. Number three, do what calms you and don't focus on what others are doing around you. Number four, have quotes, images, or words that you can look at every day and take the time to read, digest, and think about how you can apply that and how it will encourage you in what you want to do. Number five, don't tie your result with your self-worth and learn to ask the right questions to improve for the next time. I would like to end with this quote that I saw from Darren Hardy, who is the publisher of Success Magazine, that he posted from his mentor Jim Rohn that I think summarizes all of this very well. Don't seek security, seek adventure. It's better to live 30 years full of adventure than 100 years safe in the corner. Well said. My question to you is, what have you done this past year to get out of your comfort zone? I would love to get your feedback at netbone.com forward slash 049, where you can also find the show notes to this session. And I would consider it a great honor if you would rate, subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio and specifically with iTunes on the native Apple podcast app so that way I can continue improving the podcast and continue to get the word out to help more people. In the meantime, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.